Welcome back to a very special edition of Shit That Goes On In Our Heads. Uh, this is Bizzle, and we're going to do something a little bit different for the last episode of the season. Woo-hoo! In this episode, what we're going to do is we are going to interview the hosts, G-Rex and Dirty Skittles, ask them a few questions about the podcast, about life, just about things in general, um, and sort of flip the, flip the script and get into their heads a little bit. do this yeah so kicking it off um i want to start with the you know a very broad question each of you individually to answer which is what made you want to do a podcast do you want to go first g-rex yeah yeah i'll go first um so like we stated in our first episode this all came after uh, a really bad uh, mental breakdown for myself and i found that laughing help me, um, helps my depression. And, um, dirty skills and I, we just can like bounce off of each other and, and laugh about the stupidest shit. But it's also stuff that like would help other people kind of get through their own, their own shit that they're going through. And, um, it's been very healing for me. And it, it's been working successfully. Does it carry on beyond? So I know we have a really fun time in the recording process. Do you find that throughout the week you're, it's like picking you up? Oh yeah, definitely picks me up. Um, and when I hear from uh, people that actually are listening to the podcast, it picks them up too. You know, it's thirty minutes of like just stupidity, or even a, a really good topic, but it gets you laughing and you know gets you get your mind to stop for that thirty minutes. And, and for me, it's 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 super healing. For some interesting feedback, uh, somebody pinged me on Facebook that I've known a long time. Um, either yesterday or the day before. And they actually told me they listen and they were like, they just, they just love it. And they were really um, excited. We're doing it. So that was, that was kind of nice because, you know, me being behind the scenes, the fact that they were able to like figure it out and then like reach out to me and tell me that was, was actually really nice because it was like a, you know, out of the blue, right. It wasn't prompted. So what about you, dirty Skittles? So I would say I never thought I would be, recording a podcast ever um like grx said uh we i think i know that you're pretty open about your mental struggle during that time but i think we were both pretty much struggling and having a friend that you can chat with and just be silly with and kind of vent about your day but not take it too far and just kind of be fun together um it helped me and i remember i'll i'll never forget it during that phone call we had that day um, we were talking about squirrels and I literally was like, we should, we should have a podcast, but I said it as a joke and you were like, yes, that it was almost like you had been waiting for like the invite to like, we should do this. And, uh, an, an idea turned into reality and a joke became where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we get are. a whole, a whole season of yeah. like really good episodes too. And now it's, it's become... It's like the one thing that I'm starting to do and starting to realize is I'm doing for me and it's awesome that it's helping other people and that other people are hearing it. So yeah, it's, I'm having a good time. Yes, me too. It's super therapeutic. 
Excellent. I love those answers. All right. Next, uh, we'll start with you this time, Dirty Skittles, uh, and they go to you, G-Rex. So what was your favorite moment from any of the episodes? So when you refl- reflect back on the nine or 10 episodes that we've done so far, what what instantly comes to mind? The very first thing that comes to mind is more for a sentimental value is having crazy eight. Like I began to think about it more deeply, like where I was like, wow, you know, here's this person I've known my whole life that is really cool. And I get to listen to this forever. So let me follow up before we go over to you, G-Rex. But uh, I think we talked about the fact that's your dad. Yes, that is my dad. Yeah. And there's always an interesting dynamic, I assume, at least I can speak for myself when you talk to your parents, right? There's that like sort of power Mm -hmm. structure and like, you know, you grew up with them and they were, you know. They're your parents. So was it at all different because you were perhaps speaking to them more as like two adults talking versus like, like talk about that. Just yeah, what was that's it exactly like? what it was like. It was, it's like seeing your parent as, as a human being. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that sounds weird, but it's like seeing them as, as an individual and not your, your dad. Mm-hmm. And also really getting a lot of reward out of the topic that they're talking about, I was able to listen to it more because I wasn't looking at him like he was my dad. You know, I mean, growing up with him when I got in trouble, like that was pretty much the <laughs> conversations I would have. It was was super calm, crazy eight, and super rambunctious, rebellious teen. You know, I didn't really want to hear what he had to say. But now as an adult, seeing him as an individual, I'm I'm very open to hear the things that he has to say. Awesome. So G-Rex, favorite moment, any episode? Um, It would have been episode number two when we were talking about my retirement and uh, just all the crazy stuff that's happened in the last 15 years. But the very very funny thing about that is that Dirty Skittles seems to reel me in a little bit. (laughs) Um, She is calm to my crazy. Um, She's almost like the, the mom side of the conversation. Um, trying to like reel me in. And then, uh, my second favorite is, uh, when we did the, uh, bonus episode and we were mm-hmm. talking about, um, all the animal oddities and when, <laughs> um, dirty Skittles got chased by the ducks, I, um, immediately like the, the next day I like popped, uh, a little meme in a chat and it was uh, a little girl getting chased by ducks Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, she Can was, she was a- not happy, but, um, it made me laugh. Can we give a sneak peek to upcoming merch? We're making this happen. There will be a shirt with a duck and bread. And there will be a shirt with a squirrel. And nuts. Do you remember do you remember we could cut this, but do you remember um what was that sunscreen where it had like the girl running and like something was like Oh copper tone. Yeah. Yeah, copper tone. That's what it was. You should maybe make a riff off of that. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a duck. And I'm grabbing the loaf of bread that's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so g-rex you actually have, so i'm going to take these out of out of order because you brought something up that that i think i want to expound upon a little bit but um so now we you know we've done 10 episodes there this is the 10th um so we're, we're still i would say fairly new to the podcasting thing but um what would you say and then i'll get to you dirty skills but between episode one and episode 10 how do you think um it's grown and that could be you know 
technically like we have much better mics now, even in that short period or the topics or yeah. What, I mean, what, what kind of growth have you seen? Um, well, number one, we all have better mics, right? Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot better technology than we had in episode one. Um, we're also a little bit more structured. Uh, you know, we, we have, we have a better plan now of like how we want to go about um, our episodes and what we want to talk about. And the other thing is um, we're asking better questions, right? So like in the first two or three episodes, we're like, you know, just rambling on, rambling on, but now we like have good context, right? And Mm -hmm. people, people get excited. They're getting up early on Tuesday mornings just to listen to us. Two people that know absolutely nothing. We're not experts on anything. We're not actors. We're not actresses. We're not famous by any means, but people want to get up and listen to us. Do you think it helps, you know, like on the previous episode, do you think it helps sometimes coming from a place where you're not actually an expert and having someone on that has a particular topic they want to talk about and you're not an expert, so you're coming from a place of true interest or... um inquisitiveness yes that that helps a lot because like um i'm learning right like i i learned all about like adhd and i've learned about bad bosses and um you know good mental health tips i go back to the i go back to that um episode at least once a week and listen to it because it's information that i need to kind of just help me get through the week especially since i have I'm going to be retired very soon. I'm going to change the question just slightly for you, Dirty Skittles. What, um, from episode one to 10, not specifically what's changed, but how have you, how do you feel like you've grown as far as the episodes and being uh, one of the hosts? Well, I I think um, one of the first, I think it might've been episode three or four. I had realized uh, listening to it again, that I hadn't really been actively listening as the conversation was happening. So it was almost like when I listened to it again, it was like I was hearing parts of the conversation for the first time. And so in terms of growth, it's something that I'm very, I'm focusing more on in the moment to pay attention to that moment and what people are sharing. Like I think with, with when it was just G-Rex and I talking to each other, it's, it's easier for me because I either knew the story or knew what we were going to talk about. But when you have a guest, you don't necessarily know everything that they're going to say. So growth wise, that's, that's a goal of mine is to be more focused on what they're saying so that I can keep the flow going. So, I mean, that's something that I've noticed is, is different now. I believe in the last episode, Baseman kind of was talking about being present and that kind of thing. Is it in that same? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like making sure to to be a part of that conversation as it's happening and not thinking of what am I going to ask next or like, how am I going to steer the conversation to this topic or whatever? So probably a good life skill. None the like, yeah, I, I was hesitant to, to share that because there are many times where my husband's trying to tell me something. And I'm like, I already know. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> so like one, one other question I have for you, dirty, dirty Skittles is like, how do you feel now about um, putting your vulnerable vulnerabilities out on the um, airwaves? Uh, she, she's cutting deep cause she knows the inside the cuts, cuts that are, yeah, 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 yeah. That are, that our listeners don't quite know, but I, I mean, it's a, it's, this is actually a really good moment to bring it up. So I, my entire life without getting too deep, I haven't really, I've been very cautious 
as to whom I let see me, like the inside of me and who I am and my beliefs, my thoughts and stuff. So being now a co-host of a podcast, it's the complete different side of the coin. Like I've flipped that coin. Like I'm not only just vulnerable with my close friends, but I'm being vulnerable on the airwaves for people to listen and either judge and like or dislike. And it's something that I've never been comfortable with ever in my life. So in the beginning of folks actually listening to the podcast, when I would be approached like, hey, I heard your podcast or this is usually how the conversation would go. They were like, wait, it's you, isn't it? You're dirty Skittles. And I would get so embarrassed because I'm like, <gasps> you know, it's that I was stepping outside of that comfort zone of of knowing who I would allow in to now not knowing who's listening. But I'm getting better with it. And I'm actually really excited for season two because of it. That's great. In fact, that that actually brings up the next question. So I'll start with you. Um, what do you want to do different in the next season? There's so many thoughts and ideas that we have now, kind of going back to what G-Rex said in the beginning, the structure is improving and there are, I don't want to necessarily give away all of the things that are coming up, but there are certain themes that I think will carry out throughout each episode that I'm really excited for. I'm also really excited for like little things like having merch or like posting more to Instagram. Now that I'm okay being vulnerable and showing a little bit about me there are things that tie into every episode that I wish people could see because it, it would resonate more on a personal level. So um, sharing a little bit more on social media um, structure will continue on themes, merch. We have really good guests lined up that like, I can't wait to record with. They have really good stories or a lot of topics that I'm really looking forward to talking about. So yeah. What about you, G-Rex? What do you, uh, you know, what are you planning or what do we want to plan to do different next season? Well, um, the fact that I'm going to have a whole lot more time to, uh, you know, do planning and things like that, because I'm not going to have a nine to five job. Um, all our guests, our merchandise. Um, I do want to do a couple of giveaways. Um, Sweet. Things that, you know, uh, post something out on social media, like first person who answers, you know, they get a shirt or a mug or something like that. Um Delving into some like um, different kinds of topics that affect m our mental health, you know, self love, self care, because those are two huge things, um, things that I ignored when I had my mental breakdown, and things that I think that we need to, you know, make sure people people are doing on a pretty regular basis. Um, sharing a lot about like what's happening uh, with my journey, also, mm -hmm. because uh, by that time um, I'll been retired about mm, six or eight weeks. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to like all the different uh, structure, structured conversations and unstructured, right? Because a lot of what we talk about, like our questions just come out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we mentioned merch now a couple of times. So um, I really love the logo. So maybe it'd be a good time to give a shout out. Um, maybe not by name because yeah, of the podcast, but we have an amazing friend who her talents are endless, I swear to you, because anytime I've ever gone to her for like, hey, can you help me design this thing? She blows it out of the water. So yeah, shout out to our good friend. We're not going to say you by name. You know who you are if you're listening to this. Thank you so much for helping us with our logo, the colors. I mean, we gave her nothing. We gave her nothing but a name of a podcast and maybe an idea. And she knocked it out of the water. 
she did. And everybody loves our log, our logo. When um, I went to the PodFest convention, everybody was like, I love your logo. I love your name. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I beam with pride, you know, because our good friend, like, she took this idea out of no nothing and came up with this amazing logo. And so I'm super excited. Yeah, it, it's it's great. When I saw it, I was blown away. So uh, switching gears just a little bit, um, it's more of a, a deeper question, but how do you go about adding humor to topics that are, let's call it otherwise serious? I'll start. I think um, for me, if I can't laugh, I will cry. And so I would do anything in the world to not break completely down in that respect. So if I can find, even if it's dark humor, if there's any way that I could just laugh in that moment of stress, that's, that's where I'm going. Yeah. And for, for me, um, laughter is, is healing for me. Um, I think that is 99% of why I'm on the other side of depression now and can deal with things a, a little bit better. There are one thing I do want to make sure is that we never have a topic that will trigger somebody when they mm-hmm. leave our podcast. Truly, you know, we want people to laugh. Uh, laughter is healing. It's a universal language. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So if we can't laugh about some shit that happened, you know, five months ago or 10 years ago, you know, it's, it's a learning thing for us too. So learning and laughing um, and being able to p- give people good resources um, of how to maybe get past whatever they're going through because we've already been there. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of want to follow up a little bit on that and then also make a, a, a hard right turn. So um, <laughs> I'm curious, like, how do you balance, you know, being vulnerable, sharing these sort of deep um, internal pieces of yourselves while at the same time, you know, a lot of people, you know, we, we use fake names, but at the same time, I think a lot of people know, or at least a few people know who we are specifically. So I'm curious, how do you balance um, sharing those, those pieces of yourselves that perhaps you wouldn't normally share while at the same time maintaining right. a professional like reputation, I guess. Okay. Well, well for me, you know um, I have no problem sharing my journey. Uh, the reason I shared my journey is because I didn't want anybody to feel as alone as I did on Christmas Day. It was terrifying for me. And not only was it terrifying for me, but it was terrifying for my friends, right? Because nobody knew how depressed I was. And sharing that story out to social media, to my friends, to my coworkers, to my family, um, it allowed them to have an insight into me of what's going on. Right. Um, and they don't feel so alone. I've had hundreds of people reach out to me and thank me because now they're getting the help that they need. And they also said that the podcast gives them that 30 minutes to like get out of their head. It raises their serotonin level. Um, they're getting good information out of it. And I want to normalize how we talk about mental health because for my generation, you know, we've been taught to just shove that down as far as you can and uh, go on about your day. But, you know, come Christmas Day, like I didn't have any place else for that to go. Um, I will say that being on this side of uh, depression is much better 
um, like I said, thank God my wife was there. Thank God 988 picked up the phone. And thank God for, um, you know, Dirty Skittles and all my friends, because you guys all propped me up when I couldn't prop myself up. So I think it's really important that we talked about these topics and get yeah. it out in the open. And as far as my professional life goes, you know, more and more um, companies are addressing mental health and realizing that, you know, we all are, we all are human and that um, we're not robots. So I, I think it's huge. Yeah. I think it's interesting just as a personal take that each, it seems like each generation gets a little bit better at this, right? Cause you just mentioned, you know, just shove it down. Don't talk about it. And then I'm sort of in the oldest edge of millennial and we kind of had, I would say a mix of that with a slight mix that a couple topics were okay to kind of have in your life. And then now I think, as you mentioned, normalizing, it seems like that's becoming more normalized, right? Like I'm hoping that our son doesn't have, there's not stigma to it. Right. And so right. dirty skills, what are you, what about you? Yeah, Cause you're balancing, <clears throat> right. I mean, you mentioned it in a previous answer, you're balancing professional life mixed with, you know, sharing things that are, you, you maybe perhaps wouldn't have normally shared. Yeah. I mean, it's something that pretty, pretty similar to what G Rex said. If it's something that I think can be of help to somebody else, I'm okay sharing it because it's a helpful topic to discuss. You know, I, I don't know that I'm completely comfortable being as vulnerable as G-Rex is. You know, I, I think she's very brave and I admire you for that, for being able to just lay it out that way. Maybe I would get there. I, I think there are a lot of topics that I would be interested in hearing others speak about that maybe do resonate close to home. But I also have to remember that, you know, my family listens to the podcast. And so some of that, I'm okay sharing my story, but I'm not okay sharing anybody else's story. So yeah. that's that's part of my balance is, is this helpful to talk about? Is this helpful to share? Is it going to hurt anybody? We're gonna All take, right, hold we're on. Gonna take pause. pause. <laughs> Rosie's barking up a storm. We got to let her yeah, out the one door. One second, I'm go handle this. <laughs> Man, you got me a little emotional there with my answer. I know. I was like, Ugh. it's weird because like some of these questions, like I don't expect to get emotional, but as you're talking about, because it's being you're being honest, you're being yep. raw, you're being vulnerable. That's that. This is the shit I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. Like with therapy. Oh, he's excited about the next question. Oh my god. I am. I. I think. Okay. So this one, this one's definitely gonna be a little bit of a deep cut oh. for some of our, for some of our <laughs> listeners, and definitely for the three of us. So, um, for those who don't know, we all worked together at the same organization, you know, a million years ago, and uh, we all did this thing called the HBDI. And more or less, I'm gonna quickly give you a synopsis that a lot of people who listen will be really mad about because it's not a great synopsis. But effectively, you you do a questionnaire. And it really assesses your personality. It's backed by science and kind of gives you an orientation on um, how you naturally tend to approach life, right? It's not that you can't approach things in different ways. And I'll explain each of the colors in a second, but it's just sort of your natural state, like your default state. And then there's also a version of you when you get stressed and how you approach things when you're stressed by default. There's four colors and you assi are assigned a value and the higher the value, the more you 
tend towards that particular thing. So red would be sort of an emotional response. Yellow is a very creative response, out of the box thinking. Blue is a more um, like a more technical response. And then green would be more of a uh, pragmatic and organized kind of response. So um, my, for example, my HBDI was very much yellow, creative, and blue. So I was technical and creative, uh, very limited on the emotional side, and almost negative on the organization side. So I'm, I'm curious, uh, now that I've kind of explained what HBDI is, uh, terribly probably, um, where each of you landed on the HBDI and how do you think that's impacted both work, life, love, podcast, which I'm going to get a tattoo of. What are you getting so, a tattoo of? Work, life, love, podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'm high yellow. Mm-hmm. But when I'm stressed out, I am high red and high blue. Forget the organization part of that. Because if you saw my my room or my office, it's complete chaos. But um, it plays a lot. That yellow plays a lot into my personal life and into my work life. Um, I do a lot of out-of-the-box thinking. But when I'm really stressed out, I get super emotional. And then I get like super focused. Does the yellow go away when you get stressed? For the most part, yeah. Um, I because my emotions kick in, and then I just I just focus on that, like um, on the technical response of what I need to get out. Awesome. I think that that helped me in my own my my for sure in my career. Um, sometimes not so much in my personal life uh, because um, you know my wife doesn't want to see that technical part of me. She would <laughs> like to see more of the emotional part of me. But I try and keep my emotions in check. It's hard, though, because as a Leo, uh, we are emotional beings. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like, don't ever piss me off because uh, I will hold on to that for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Dirty Skittles? I was, I'm was i a square. So I'm equal in red, blue, yellow, and green. Uh, when I'm stressed, I'm still pretty much a square. But my green um, is higher. So, I mean, personal life, when I took this test and I read the results, it made complete sense because where I struggle the most is quick decisions because I don't just go off of any color. I am thinking of all four quadrants. So in order to make a fast choice or a fast decision, it's very hard for me. At some point, I'm, I'm giving into one color more than the other. And that I, I struggle with that because one of my biggest triggers is what, when things are or are not fair. So if I'm going to make a quick emotional response on something, it will bug me for a while because I haven't thought of all the colors through. And not to be a, a sponsor for HBDI, but how is this, um, you know, you're, you're interviewing guests and talking with them about, you know, fairly, fairly deep topics. Has Has this played a part into how you approach your questions and the way, I mean, I know naturally, right. It's your natural state, but are you thinking about like how you approach the person in, in different ways? I'll answer this one first and then I'll, I'll toss it over to you, Jurek. So it does for me because, um, I'm always, because I'm always thinking for about everything. I will shy away from certain questions or topics because 
A, I don't know what kind of trigger it's going to cause in the person we're actually interviewing. And B, we have listeners, so it's hard to know what people are okay opening up or diving into. And so, like, there is popular topics that we've thought about possibly talking about, but I will shut down because I know, you know, I can't, I don't ever want to put something out there for somebody to listen that they're going to ingest and then be troubled by. Mm-hmm. So that will def- that it always impacts what we're talking about here. What about you, G-Rex? Yeah, same for me. Um, my The yellow in me um, is always a- asking questions, right? And so I'm always looking for like the appropriate question. And then my red uh, comes in and I, because I want to make sure I'm not going to trigger that person or get a, a bad emotional response from them. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of yellow for me. I'm super creative. Um, I, you know, I just, I like to see all sides of a person. So. Yeah. I mean, by the number of texts that you send us with ideas, I'm sorry. I can see the yellow. <laughs> we need it though. I yeah, love we it. Need it. Oh, we need it. It's, it's all, it's a really good thing. Um, all right, let's go to a little bit more lighthearted topic. So, um, what does a morning routine look like for each of you? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you guys are going to die with my morning routine. Oh, I can't is. wait to hear it. So, um, I've worked uh, remote for the last three years, right? And so, my morning routine is I get out of bed, I go down the stairs, I feed the cats. I come to work. I don't change my clothes. I don't do anything. Okay, you're lucky if I like do my hair. I mm. I have brushed my teeth though because that's I I can't. New morning routine. I don't know what it is. Ask me like in a couple of weeks. But that's that's my morning routine. And then on the weekends, I rarely get up before ten thirty. Oh wait, and my wife does make me breakfast every day that I'm working. That's nice. You better tip her. I'm just kidding. What about you, Jerry's Kittles? <laughs> My morning routine. It d- the start time depends on when our little nugget wakes me up. Um, so that could be anywhere between five to six thirty ish. Um, once I'm awake, the very first thing I have to do is brush my teeth and clean my ears. I cannot start my day if I haven't brushed my teeth or cleaned my ears. I don't know why. It just bugs me. I need it to happen. Why are you giving me that look? Because I know it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I will, everybody who knows me knows that I'm a caffeine fiend. So the very first thing I do is I start a cup of coffee and then I'm ready to, oh yeah, dude, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and then I'm ready to um, make my son his breakfast. He has his breakfast. I drink coffee. I make another cup of coffee. He finishes his breakfast. I get him dressed for school, do his hair. He's out the door and then I make another cup of coffee and then I sit down at my work desk and that's where work starts. So I have same as you. I'm not getting dressed because I'm in my pajamas all the time, which is why I oftentimes don't share my camera. What would you say is different than you expected? Yeah. People listen. (laughs) I think anybody was going to listen that and like, like G Rex said earlier, we can see the times of day people are listening and the fact that they'll, they'll listen either on their way to work or while they're getting ready. I don't know. Like, I think it's so like heart, like heartwarming, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's anonymous by the way. It's not, we don't, Oh see yeah. We don't know your name. Where they yeah, are yeah, right. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just see, um, you know, 
activity. Like number of people right, at a certain right. time, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, GX? For me too, is the fact that people are actually listening to us. You know, we, we came into this and we thought, yeah, we'll just do a couple episodes and see how it goes. But in the, like towards the end of March, we had like 230 downloads in one day. Okay. Mm-hmm. People are really listening to us, but that, that scared me. Right. Because I didn't think that, you know, we had that kind of an impact. So. Yeah. And G-Rex will usually send me a message like trigger warning, trigger warning, <laughs> like don't look at the picture. And like, it'll be like <laughs> how many people have downloaded a specific episode. So. Yeah. By the way, some of these questions are are listener questions, but hey. um, this was my, the one that I thought was the funniest uh, listener question, which is how do we make dirty Skittles clean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can give an answer and and you can edit it out if it's inappropriate. I mean, it's clearly, we're not going to make you clean if you're going to have to edit it out. <laughs> Is it aggressive editing? Is that Probably. Can I tell you what went through my mind immediately? And then yeah. feel free to edit it out if this is too vulgar. But I was going to say what will make dirty Skittles clean is... Okay, let me give a different answer. Our producer is like, absolutely not. You have a job and a child to think about here. Um, what would make dirty Skittles clean? Dude, if they're asking that question, that's the answer they wanted, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the okay, answer they wanted. T-Rex, any, any feedback, commentary? Just... <laughs> Uh, you broke me. Um, <laughs> or wash you. Uh, or, yeah. Or, yep. or a nice bubble bath. But you might like that. So no, I don't no, know. Yeah, let me give a different answer. Okay. <laughs> a nice bubble bath, mm-hmm. a glass of champagne, yep. and Harry Styles playing in the background. Lights are dimmed. Just leave me alone in there. The problem, <laughs> the thing is, you've been to a Harry Styles concert. No, I haven't. Oh, no. What was yet. the other one? It was uh, Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. You were about. 25 years older than the next oldest person at the concert. Okay, but Other Sean Mendes, I, I just like their lyrics. I'm a big lyric person. Mm-hmm. Like the lyrics, like the, it's not like for creepy vibes. It's I want to hear the lyrics and the vibe of the song. I would hope it's not for creepy vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I have to say that now. <laughs> so I have a serious question and then we'll wrap up on uh, a lighthearted note. So what would you each say is your biggest regret or something you would do different if you could rewind time i don't i know this is gonna sound cliche i don't have regrets because i've always been like a firm believer that even if i've made a mistake like i have no problem owning up to a mistake and maybe it's a bit of justification but in that moment in time i made a decision based on what i thought was best so even if it's not right or if it fails or flops i know that it came from a good place so when I think of like a regret, like I'm immediately thinking of something I wish I never did, but I don't have those. And I've, I've made some really, really crazy life choices. I don't think I would be as emotionally developed or as good of a person had I not made those choices. So no regrets here. Um, I think my biggest regret is um, not opening up enough when I needed to and uh, keeping those those feelings inside myself because when it finally did boil over, 
um, it's it scared a lot of people. It scared myself. It scared my friends, my family. So my biggest regret is uh, not opening up sooner. Yeah, but you're you're doing it now, and you're in a much better place. So and look at how you're doing. Yeah, with a podcast that helps people. Like so, even that is that really a regret? It 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 was because um, several people were hurt by the fact that I I couldn't open up because I couldn't find my voice or my footing. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Now I'm talking about it, and I'm helping people, and I'm helping myself. And uh, to me, this is my form of self love and self care. Yeah, it comes full full circle. I think back to when you were talking about like normalizing these things, right? Yep. Awesome. Well, I have two last questions. Both of them should be pretty fun, and then we can wrap up. So, uh, second last question: If you had to put out maybe a one or two, five year, somewhere in that range. Your goal with the podcast, what is your goal? Is it a number of listeners, a specific topic, a guest of a particular, like, you know, maybe you want a celebrity or something? What What would be, what's the uh, Mount Everest over the next couple of years for the podcast? I have two. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Two mountains. So, <laughs> so the first one would be to do a live session. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then the uh, second one would be to have Somebody like, I don't know, like Rosie O'Donnell or some somebody in the mental health field, um, you know, somebody famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I have one more. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, take this show on the road. That would be really fun. Yeah, it's huge. I was thinking it would be really cool to have a video one, like one where people can see us, like where we're together recording a podcast, having a good time. Um, the other one, like when I think about somebody famous... Ooh, that's like, like, there's so many people that I would want to talk to, but like, oh, this is a rough one. Cause like what I find interesting now I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm like, am I going to say the same if you are going to be like, who is that? Why does this chick want to listen to this person talk? But one of my favorite dynamic duos that they have a podcast is Trixie Mattel. Do you know who Trixie Mattel is? Yep. The two RuPaul drag race, um, contestants. And their podcast is really, really cool. And so it would be nice to like work with somebody that's already established in that. I think G-Rex and I can work on that. We could yeah. probably, I mean, put some feelers out there. Oh, my favorite. Because they're <laughs> funny. And like, it's kind of like us. Like we're not, I mean, I'm not comparing us to them. It's just that when somebody can tell a story or even just talk about random things, but just have like sarcastic, funny humor, I'm like all for it. So. And, and you know, it all goes back to laughter. You know, laughter is healing. So, perfect. All right, and then the the last question: What are you guys listening to? Other podcasts? Are you reading books? What What are you guys up to? So, I, I'd love to hear that. So, um, I listen to uh, like Pod Diva. I'm listening to the new uh, Rosie um, podcast. I listen to Alive, um, Talk Shit with P, and then the pon- the Pants podcast. Uh, it's uh, Kate Monig and Leisha Haley from uh, the original L Word. Oh, uh, they're funny. They're like two friends that just hanging out, talking mm-hmm. to each other. Um, kind of like what we do. They answer guest questions. What am I listening to as far as music? I listen to uh, Top 40. Um, I, I listen to everybody from ABBA to ZZ Top. And then as far as books go, I love murder mystery. Any kind of murder mystery. So so good that's how i relax awesome yeah those those podcasts all sound really good 
um, the podcasts that I normally will pop on if I'm not listening to ours for edits <laughs> is uh, The Bald and the Beautiful or uh, I Mom So Hard. I heard about that one. And those are the two ladies that actually went on to um, tour, yeah, to do like uh, live shows and things like that. Yeah, there were a bunch of podcasts I used to listen to, but I feel like they're not recording anymore because I just literally had to open up my podcast thing. And I was like, oh, this one doesn't record anymore. So so what do you read? What do I read? News. Besides news. children's books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't read. I can tell you that I fell down the adult uh, book on Audible. Have, have you ever heard those? No. Well, I blame it on TikTok. There are some spicy books that have audiobooks on Audible, and that was pretty hilarious. Oh, like a romance novel? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so funny. Like someone on a horse with their shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like billowing. I listen to it not because, like, oh, yeah. Like, no, I listen to it because it's hilarious to hear that somebody is in a studio recording on a mic, voicing like this rough guy. That's always like a rough dude. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> and it cracks me up. Like, it's just so funny, bro. If you ever need just like something to laugh at, pop that on. Awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you both for an incredible season. We've had some awesome guests. It's been a ton of fun doing this and I cannot wait for season two. Woo, me too. Thank you, Bizzle. There. You've been an amazing producer. So, Oh, thank you. It's okay to be not okay. Just make sure you're talking to someone.